Again, I'd like to welcome everyone to gather for our Christmas Mass and those who are visiting from out of town to be with family and friends for Christmas, we welcome you to the St. Bridget's. Those of you who are, uh, those of you who are parents and grandparents know that uh, sometimes uh, uh, little children can ask some very, very difficult questions around kind of the great mysteries of life and faith. And, uh, and sometimes it's kind of hard to explain in ways that can, the little ones can understand. And you know, we, we visit our religious education program and the, the kids in the school and all kinds of different topics. And uh, I was over there recently before Christmas and we were talking about, uh, I was with some of the younger ones, talking about Advent and Christmas and the meaning of these great, great days in our faith. And a, a, a young boy asked me, how old is Jesus gonna be on his birthday? And uh, so I pondered and uh, well, I can't say he's gonna be 2022. You know, he's co-eternal with the Father and the Holy, Holy Spirit, he always has been, always will be. You know, if I, uh, if I go in this direction a little bit, I could kind of fall into the ancient heresy of Arianism, which denied the divinity of Christ. If I go in the other direction, could fall into the ancient heresy of monophysitism, which denied the humanity of Christ. He's fully human and divine. The kids were kind of seeing, I was kind of spinning my wheels in my head as I'm kind of pondering this. And, you know, finally, I just, I, I, I just responded, I'm going to have to get back to you on that one. Uh, <laughs> next question. So uh, actually, I did, try to, I did try to respond to that. Have you ever been there with the, trying to talk about the great truths of our, of our faith? You know, Jesus is co-eternal with the Father and the Holy Spirit, always has been, always will be. But in the fullness of time, he was born into our world. And Bethlehem, Joseph and Mary. And, uh, and actually, when you think about it, he was born into a, a very impoverished setting. I mean, in a, in a manger. A manger is a feeding trough for animals. So here, the, you know, the Lord of the universe kind of born into our midst. Why was, why, why? why? And uh, the name Jesus gives us the, an indication. The name Jesus means God saves. What does he save us from? It says he saves us from the power of sin. And, uh, you know, the, the human struggle, you know, the messiness of human life, the way things can go awry. It goes back to the beginning when the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve and choosing wrongly, succumbing to a temptation. And uh, we, we, believe, we call that original sin. And it impacts all of us. It's that inclination to sometimes choose darkness sometimes in a, in a big way. And that most of the time we are good, but sometimes we, you know, we fall. We, we all know that, 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 that power, if you will. And if you ever have a question whether original sin is alive and well, just watch the news. I mean, you, you kind of see that just, uh, you know, the mess that human beings can, can make of everything. So you know, God saves. And so Jesus, born into our world, in, or, in order to lift us up, to show us the direction of, of, of salvation and how we're, how we're meant to, to live our lives. You know, I, I encourage you sometime to, uh, to read through one of the Gospels in its entirety. I'd suggest Matthew, Mark, or Luke, and uh, just observe, note, what does Jesus talk about? You know, wh what does he do? How does he, how does he act around people? And you see that Jesus, sometimes it would be forgiveness that he would bring. Sometimes it was healing. Sometimes hope and encouragement for people who are just weighed down by life's, life's burdens. And, uh, but, you know, Jesus, who really reflects the heart and mind of God, lifts up, lifts up. And he, we, we still need that today, don't we? You know, because uh, as all of you know, life can be a real struggle. And sometimes we get discouraged, maybe even deeply depressed, and wonder, is there hope? 
with the Lord, there always is. And that's why Jesus came among us in order to lift us up. You know, I, I talk with people all the time about, you know, spiritual things as a priest and, and you know, celebratory type things and great things going on in people's lives. But sometimes, you know, some, some, of the, some of the struggles as well, one of the faith struggles I hear from some, maybe that's not a, it's not a struggle for you, but they, they really wonder how God can accept them as they are. Or, you know, we, we talk about Christmas being the great celebration of God's love and to internalize that, but they wonder, how can God accept me? I'm too far gone, I'm too lost, I'm too sinful. And, uh, you know, I, if you find yourself there, again, when you look at Jesus in the gospel, sometimes he met people when they were really in a bad place. Their lives were a real mess. And what did Jesus do? You know, he kind of, he lifts up, sometimes healing grace, sometimes forgiveness, whatever it might be. So don't ever, don't ever uh, succumb to that temptation to think you're, you could be beyond redemption. You know, because uh, his grace and mercy, it's bigger and stronger really than any. So he just needs a humble, contrite heart. You know, there's a beautiful little detail in this gospel today where we hear that with, for Joseph and Mary and the Christ child, there is no room for them in the end. No room in the end. Scripturally, that in signifies the human heart, the human soul. So there's kind of a challenge in there because uh, is there going to be room in the end of our heart and soul for the Lord? Or is, 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 there, is there no room? There's a lot of things that can crowd out what is most important in life. But is there room in the in the end of our of our heart and our soul? And there's a uh, artist by the name of Holman Hunt who uh, produced a work of art called Light of the Well Light of the World. And in this this art piece, Jesus is holding a lantern, and he's right before a, a door. And uh, you kind of get the sense as you look at this, it's it's nighttime, and he's he's going to be knocking, he's knocking at the door. And you can see light on the inside of this, this, this small house. But there's kind of like ivy around the door frame, and it just looks like maybe it hasn't been open in a while. And, uh, but an interesting detail in that piece of art is that there's no, no, no door handle on the exterior. And what the artist is communicating there, it has to be opened up from the inside. And, uh, you know, Christ is knocking, but, you know, he always respects our, our, our free will. God's never going to force himself to us to do anything. But he, he will knock. And uh, will there be room in the inn? Will we open wide the door? And uh, I'm a little biased in this area, but you know, I, I think when we do, he, he grants us great, great blessings of hope and joy and peace. I mean, life's always going to be a struggle, but he's going to give us grace, amazing grace, virtue, because our God is a God of gift giving at this time of gift giving. And uh, the, that amazing grace that he gives, it gives us hope and strength and courage to live the faith in this, in this world. So I encourage you brothers and sisters to uh, open wide the door of the heart and soul. Even if you're deep in your faith, maybe you're searching and seeking and you're not sure. But wherever you're at, I think God takes us where we're at and he always, always lifts us up. I just want to share one other element today, and that's from that first reading from Isaiah. And one of the designations for Jesus is Prince of Peace. And we, we, we hear that in the first reading from Isaiah, that the, the one who will come will be Prince of Peace. You know, peace is certainly something we need in our world. I think we also need it in, in, in each, in, inside of each one of us. I mean, you look around the, you know, the world and the situation in Ukraine, 
You know, uh, you know, wars always have been and probably always will be, but the, uh, the, maybe the things that's different now that we can kind of see what's going on through the internet, the news, and I mean, it's just horrific the things that human beings can do to one another and the, the evil and, 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 the, and the carnage. But they, even, even inside of us, there can be sometimes battles or wars going on within. And sometimes it overflows in incivility, disrespect for life, even into the violence. Don't hear so much about violence these days. And uh, so there, there can be battles going on within. You know, and Jesus is the one who brings that peace of mind, peace of heart, so that we're at home inside. And because uh, if there's a battle going on inside, it's going to overflow outward. And so many families are impacted by that. You know, so many communities, so many schools. But the more that we are an instrument of God's peace, the more we know it in here, I think we're, uh, we, we want to be at home. And I just want to close with a, a prayer here. And it's a very famous prayer composed by a very famous saint, St. Francis of Assisi. You know, an interesting about St. Francis of Assisi, who lived back in the 12th century, but he's the first one who developed a nativity scene or a creche like the one we have in front of this, this, this pulpit. But a, a great saint who at one time, his life was a real mess, but he had a conversion. And he, he wrote this prayer, and it almost sounds a little flowery, it's very poetic in a way, but, but it is challenging. I mean, it, to, to live this out, this is the challenge of the gospel here. And he, he, this was his prayer. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. And where there is sadness, joy. Grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love, for it is in giving that we receive, and it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. So may God bless all of you on this Christmas day with the gift of the Lord's peace. And may we be strengthened as his disciples to radiate his love and his peace. <laughs>